0: In today's Shri, we're going to discuss the halachas of katan and khtana, meaning minors, as it applies to transactions, as it applies to kenyonim. We begin with the Gemara in Gittin, the Gemara says in Gittin, there are three levels by a katon, if he's picking up (coughs) a raft, and he picks up a walnut, and he's able to tell the difference between one and the other, he throws away the, the rock and he holds the walnut, that means he has enough seichel to understand. Now this is talking about while well, he's younger than six years old. He's younger than that, he could be zeichel for himself. he can't be zeichel for other people. He can be zeichel for himself. The Shulchan Aruch says in Simon Eshbam Gimel, that means if it's das acheres makna, if someone else is having das, that he should be kind of the item. But he cannot be zeichel for other people. Now the Gemara continues. We'll skip till Hapeutos, Mechon Mechach Umemkar Memkar. There's an age, a second level called Peutos. Peutos is from six years old and up. As Rashi says, Hapuutois, Tanban Hazaken the Mechon Mechach from Metalin Prashin Parshin and six or eight years old. That is going to be a valid sale. Mechon Mechach memkar Umemkar Bmetalin by movable items. By land, we don't say that a cotton has the right to sell it, even if he understands business. And then we'll skip to the last line before the mission. of And if he wants to sell the land of his father, Rashi explained, then he has to be already 20 years old. Even if he's bar mitzvah, he can't sell land that belongs to his father. Now, what's going to be if it's his own land? That we're going to see in a moment, that he could sell once he's a god if he understands business so let's see the mukhabara how this alaqah is brought down simran ration line but hey khushmisbath sif alif the mukhabar bahsin qatna cha shannam ein hasna ya salakhim kulum u mishe shannam cha yagda umayda bit masumatum if he understands business and the mu explains what does it mean the hayrushabath ku matushi idea you have to see if he understands business Once he reaches 10 years old, then you don't have to see if he understands business. You can assume as long as he's not a dope, that he understands business enough and the transaction is going to work. So now we have to understand something very important. Let's skip to Siv Gimel. I'm sorry, Siv uh, Siv Beis. This halacha, that the cotton is able to do business from 6 to 13, if we know that he can do it, or once he's 10, that he knows automatically, that if the cotton does not have a guardian, but if he had a guardian, his actions are nothing. And even by movable items. Again, we said that this whole discussion only applies to movable items in the first place, and therefore, if he has a guardian, even movable items is not going to be a valid transaction. So today, where most of the uh, kinyanim, or all the time we can assume, was ruba the ruba, most of the time there was parents, and therefore the, it's equivalent to a guardian. We can, we have a problem. the, the kinyan should not work by mitzvotin. So before we examine exactly how it's going to work when when we're talking about a regular child that has parents, Baruch Hashem. Um, let's first understand what kind of kinyonim we're discussing over here. So let's first introduce the general kinyanim again. We know we have Meshikha, We have Kenyan kesef, which does not work b- midravonon unless you have Mashicha with it, there's only a Mishapara. And then you have Hagbah, and you have other kinds of Kenyonim Chatzur, Kenyon Soder. So which ones work and which ones don't work? So in the Mechaber, in Siv Dalad, He and Vav, the Mechaber tells us clearly, <speaking in Hebrew> Or by the mechach of a katan only works with mishicha. That means to say, you cannot use money to finalize the transaction. The katan is going to have the right to back out, and he's not going to have even the penalty of mishapara, which we have by most uh, situations of business of adults. So, the, so the minor will not have a din mishapara. So, by a minor, the transaction has to be through an actual physical acquisition of the item. The Nasivis in Ches and adds, That means to say, you have to have both things. You have to have the money. The money is not the Kenyan. The Meshicha is a Kenyan. But the Meshikha will without the money, even though by a god or by an adult, it would work as long as eventually the money is, is given, over here, you have to actually have the money as well when you're doing the Mashikh or else the Kinyin is not going to be valid. The same thing would apply for a Kinyin of Hakba and Mesira. That is also valid by a Akatan. However, Kinyanim of Chatser and kinyan Suder, that we do not have by a Akatan as discussed by the Mechaber in Sif, Sifim He and Vav. Now we've discussed extensively this week the Kenyan of Satumta. A Sutumta is a common market cost, uh, transaction, common market custom. How does that apply to a cotton? So the Aruch HaShulchan in Sif Zayin over here in Simon Reish Lamar Hei writes, shall so pee from koin and Kenyan Gomer, commercial HaKosab, Reish Aleph. That you could use a Kenyan Satumta. For the Kenyan of a cotton. Now we find sometimes that Kenyan kesoff works uh, completely, which we found in certain instances in earlier on in, in the amountum that discussed Kenyayan Kessef. and in those cases also says in the Sivas that it would also work by cotton. Now why doesn't renting the property work for the Kenyan of the cotton that why shouldn't it be able to work? So the first explained. Because since we said before that a cotton cannot do business with property, therefore, renting the property will not either be able to work for the cotton, and his kinyan will not be valid through that uh, form of kenyan. Now, the kinyin of chaser, of something that goes into their um, their courtyard, interestingly enough, the Gemara says, that, and we learned this from Sukkim, which it's also brought down in the Mechaber, in Simon Reish Mem Gimel, the mechaber Paskins and Simmer Meshman Gimel that there's a difference between a katan and a k'tana. Sif, Sifchav Gimel says the mechaber a k'tana zochsulachaserah ba'arba ameshalah. A k'tana is able to use a chaser, but a katan ein zeicha ad she'tagia matanos liyado. a cotton cannot be zeicha unless the matana unless something comes into rishos. Now, over there we see an interesting discussion in the Nasivas, in Sif Katan Chavches and Chedushim writes, uh, based on the Shach, that even if her father is alive, she could be koyner with a Kenyan Chassar. So not only does a Ketana have an advantage over a Katan as far as this Kenyan goes, it even works when the father is alive. Now there's a different discussion as far as a Katan being zayicha in a mitzia. A Katan being zayicha in a mitzia, we know in Simon Ayin Reish the halacha is that a metziyah, cheir of a cotton aimed by Misham Gezel, el mipnei dakei shalom, it has a din of gezel, if you take away a metziyah uh, from a katan, um, but it's only mipnei mm-hmm. shalom. The question is, why is it only mipnei dakei shalom, if they're able to be in something, uh, for themselves. So the Baitim explained, that that's talking about, uh, a cotton that's younger. A younger cotton that found it, like for example, Under Arnas HaPautas, the Shach says in Timon, Reish Gimel, therefore over there you have in Teni Da'kei The Chatham Cypher has a different Mahalach over there in the Gilean. But that's the discussion as far as Matiyah goes, and that's not really um, the focus of the Shir. We're going to focus basically on Mecca HaMemker. So to summarize what we just said, basically a Katon that does not have parents, does not have uh, a guardian, Chazal gave a special... um, a leniency, a special ta'kona, to allow him to support himself through business as far as business in movable items, not in land. And actual um, movable items that are able to be moved around. That, Chazal gave a person the right, caught him the right to do business. And therefore, anyone who's conducting business with him, providing that they're using the proper kenyonim, which we said is Meshichah, Agba, Mesirah, uh, then the transaction is valid and they cannot back out the the seller or the adult whatever cannot back out from the and the kidney is going to be foul it's going to be a valid kidney so the question arises in today's day and age um, where most of the time uh, storekeepers will have uh, many children on the block coming uh, to buy candies to buy sometimes you have even older um, Kids that come and but do the shopping for their parents. So, what would be the case if let's say you had a kid that came into the store? The kid comes into the store and he says, um, "I'd like to buy uh, ten ba- uh, bars of chocolate." So the sell the, the 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 guy behind the cash register says, "No problem. Here's ten bars of chocolate." He gives him the kid pays him whatever it costs. Let's say twenty five dollars, and he takes it home. Next day. The parents come into the store and they say, excuse me, um, why did you sell my kid 10 bars of chocolate? I, I never gave him permission to buy 10 bars of chocolate. He went into my into my pocketbook or into the drawer and took the money without permission and came to the store. We know it says in Simon Rachel but hey, that if there's parents, the Kenyan is not nachal. So the transaction is not valid. Give me back my money. It's your fault for selling it to a kata. On the other hand, the storekeeper is going to say, listen... There's no way I can know. Today there's people coming, kids coming all the time to buy uh, stuff for their parents. People sending their kids all the time. Why shouldn't I sell it to this child? How am I ever supposed to know the difference? And how are we going to protect ourselves from these kinds of sales? So, L'Chaira, by the strict letter of the law, we would say that it, the storekeeper is going to lose out. It's, it's the storekeeper's fault. However, in the Sefer Mishvitei Sayyipa Mishmete HaTorah brings a very interesting Nesivas. I believe he's basing his psaq on the Nesivas that he quotes at the end of the simon. This is in Mishmete HaTorah, Chelek Bey's simen where he's discussing this exact question. He's talking about a case where he had a ten-year-old boy that walks into the store and buys chocolate, and the parents come in and say, give us back the money. And they have this argument do they have to give them back the money, or do they not have to give back the money? The Mishvitei HaToyrah says, based on a that the halacha is like the storekeeper. The storekeeper wins, and the parents do not get back the money. So the question is, why? Why should it be that way? L'chayra, the Chazal did not give this Sakana as long as the parents can override the transaction. So we're going to see in a moment, it depends really on the amount of chocolate that the kid bought. But so let's first talk about what's the basis for this halacha. So he brings in a ramach in Simen The Ramon in Simen Tzadivov says as follows. Eishas is, is on on the Mechaber. The Mechaber says in vav, Simen Simon Simen Tzadivov, Simen ish and ish chay vashvua mashbiyah no ishah vmesharevus milishovah kaysh A lady in Besden has to make a shvua as needed just like a man. Hagos says the Ramach. And you also can summon a lady to a Bezid. There's a discussion in Simul Dalad that many times they would send to, the, the bezin would not actually tell the ladies to come, especially the aristocratic ladies, they would send representatives of the bezin to collect the testimony, or the time or whatever it was, from those ladies. Now the in Ain'l the let's say Bezdin Paskins that a lady lost the entire, and she doesn't have money. So how's she supposed to pay? All her money belongs to her husband, or she doesn't have her own money or whatever. Then Ainluch Shalim, psak alman Oil Garish. Bezdin is going to write a psak that upon divorce or upon becoming an almana, at that point she's going to have her own money, and then she has to pay up whatever it is that she lost that she owes a Tevei and Bezin. ain b'ayla chayev law. Her husband is not required to pay up her debts, her, her problems. He doesn't have to fix her problems. a a even though she does business in the home. She's a nice of a nice which is a reference, which is a, a, a term a term used in the play scheme for ladies that are businesswomen. They do business, they understand business. Even though... She has the flexibility and the right to do business. The husband doesn't have to back up any of her mistakes by, by laying out his money. Ultimately, it's his money. With the loykei yeshcholkim, are not like the yeshcholkim that hold that he does have to pay. But the shach disagrees, and the nesivus nichedushim of katan uh goes with the shach. But shach masik, and the shach comes out the ikur ki elu. The iker is like this yeshcholkim. The and that's what the, that's what people say. The Isha A lady that does business. The even if there's no witnesses. And everything depends on her level of business that she's able to do. If she's allowed to conduct million dollar transactions, then he has to back the husband has to back up million dollar transactions. If she's only allowed to do basic transactions, in other words, she's only her level of expertise is only at the level of a hundred dollar, $1, a thousand dollar purchase, and then that's the level that he has to back up. Zostinasiva's why is that? is going to love because the Baal has he has a benefit from it. He gains from it. He gains something from it. Even if the stuff gets lost, then since he has a benefit, he has to be willing to um, pay if anything happens because of this benefit. However, I will part it because of the If she's watching an item that got lost, the have to pay because he has no benefit from it. Let's say a lady secretly um, opened up a, a, a credit card accounts, or she borrowed money secretly, he doesn't know in a Baal So that's in the is basically saying that if the understanding in the marketplace is that she does business, it comes out that the Iker Zayel that she's able, that she has to pay, and the Baal would have to foot the bill if she doesn't have money. So it says the Mishmotea therefore, if you have these kinds of cases, where a lady buys something in a store. And afterwards we find out that, that she used her husband's money. And the husband comes running in and says, listen, that, the money in the bank is my money. She has no resource to touch it. We don't say that, says Nesivas. We say that as long as it's a normal um, day-to-day business that goes on in, in, a, in an average household, or at least in their household, it's understood that she does certain businesses. So we cannot, he cannot say it has nothing to do with him. That's called the Takonas Hashuk. The Takonas Hashuk means to say... They made a takona to ensure business in the marketplace. And a takona allows us to affect certain transactions. Sim- similarly, we find a transaction of takona that Chazal made a takona that if you have a ganiv that bought something and sold it off in the marketplace, Chazal said that the sale is valid, and the owner first has to go pay the person who bought it, and then he can go... The Ghana. meaning to say, he should not make the buyer lose out automatically. That's also a takonat Tashon. So it says in Mishmitei we're going to apply the same thing by a katan. A katan today, that the Lashon that he says over here, in Aleph, It's something that's normal for the kids to buy in, as a Shliach of their parents, the Mechach is going to be Chal. And, and this Allah is true. Even as actors we find out that he did this against the will of his parents. Therefore, it's important that parents should watch his kid and their kids and should make sure that they don't take their money and go buy stuff um, with that money. Now what if they bought something that's unusual for children to buy? Example, we said a case of ten bars of chocolate. Perhaps one can argue that that's not so common. Maybe two bars, which is the discussion over here in the Truva, two bars is more realistic. But so many, so much candy, so the, the storekeeper should realize, one second, do you have permission from your parents? You should ask them. Perhaps we can argue that over there, the parents can come say and say, didn't you realize, didn't you see any red flag over here? You didn't realize there's something fishy, a kid walking into the store and ordering such a large amount of candy, especially uh, something that's very obvious and very clear that it's uh, unusual. On the other hand, if you see, let's say, a girl coming, shopping at a, a nine-year-old girl coming, and she's buying milk and bread and butter and this and that, so it's obvious that she was sent by her parents to buy it. So the parents can't come the next day and say, listen, who gave you a sister's cell phone to my daughter? Says, it doesn't work that way. Because you see clearly that she did it, as if it's going to work, it's going to be a ta'konos ashok, says the Mishnah that the sale is going to be valid. So that would conclude the discussion on Kenyonim for a cotton and at least on a, on a basic level.